And now for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. Oh, hell yeah. That gets me hyped up. Love that intro music. Want to thank Mike Woodard. You can find him at Mike on the mic.com I think that's correct uh, for all that kind of stuff he's done some great intro music for me for the Meathead show uh, for various other shows on the Giant Size Team Up Network he's our producer we love him uh, if you're looking for something like that give my boy a shout you can find him at Mike on the mic.com what's going on everybody I'm Travis Jones the Blazing Defender here today with a Blazing Defender report no, I've been pretty busy with meatheads. I know you probably for, uh, you think I forgot the show. I have not. I'm back. I got a stack of books here. In and out in 20, 25 minutes, I'm hoping. I got some news to go over. Uh, and then we're going to hit the books. First thing I want to do is I want to thank everybody that has subscribed on the YouTube channel, to the iTunes channel, on the blog on the Blog Talk uh, site. Thank you so much. It helps me out immensely. Um I do this shit for free. I really don't make any money doing it. Uh, I enjoy doing it. I love interaction with the fans. Uh, the Meathead shows have really uh, got got the fans interested. Uh, they're sending this stuff for us to review and everything. It's awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. I, I, I can't say that enough. So I'll stop right now. But welcome. I want to welcome the new viewers of the show to the number one comics review show on YouTube and iTunes. Where the host wears no pants. It's no shit. I have no pants on right now. If I was to get up, you would think your screen was in 3D. So, with that, let's get to it, man. I've got some good news here uh, I want to talk about first. On the comic uh, movie front, uh, I was on Twitter the other day, and I seen this, and I was like, holy shit, I'm a huge J.J. Abrams fan. He is the reboot master. Uh, Star Trek, Star Wars. The guy has just, he's got the chops, man. If anybody in Hollywood right now is the heir apparent to Spielberg um, or, or, or James Cameron, it's this cat. And he's a fan of the genre. So we got to love him, right? A scene where he is rumored he is to be listed as a contender to do the second Man of Steel 2 film. Now, my question is didn't we already have a sequel to Man of Steel? Wasn't it BVS? Maybe it wasn't. Okay. Anyway, uh, very, very excited to hear that. Um, another so-called rumor is Sam Raimi is said up to be to be up for the Dwayne Johnson Shazam film. Um, you know, okay. I was pretty disappointed in Spider-Man movies. Basically all of them. The first one was just good to me because it was the first one. And uh, I thought it was, you know, he did some really cool things. Bef uh, I loved kind of the origin story part that he gave that he gave Peter. Uh, not a huge Sam Raimi fan. The next one that I was, the, the next rumor I was pretty, pretty hyped about was George Miller. Um, he's doing the New Gods movie. And he's also rumored to be a producer on Justice League. George Miller is the guy that did uh, Max, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Won tons of Oscars. Uh, he's an old cat, an older cat. But, man, he's got, a, he's got an eye unlike a lot of people in Hollywood. So, um, some of the, just to round out that, 
Uh, top candidates to direct the Man of Steel 2 are Doug Lyman, J.J. Abrams, and Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, as everybody knows, is a guy that uh, had issues with Marvel when he was directing Ant-Man, kind of dropped out of that project. Top candidates to direct Shazam are Sam Raimi and Sean Levy. New Gods will be directed by George Miller. That's very, very exciting. That thing's going to be visually spectacular. Alfonso Cuaron is on talks to direct Green Lantern Corps. Patty Jenkins might direct Justice League 2. David Ayer will direct Suicide Squad 2. That's a fucking shame. Uh, for, for our review on Suicide Squad, which I, I kind of gave away the tone of the review, uh, we do try to be positive in some lights. Just kind of doesn't quite make it there sometimes. Um, but check that out on Me Heads on Movie Suicide Squad review. You'll find it on the iTunes channel. Uh, Warner Brothers will be making casting and film announcements in their films in early September. Ocean Master will be an Aquaman, but Black Manta will be the main villain. Ocean Master is being saved for a later film. So, uh, very excited to hear this. Deathstroke will be in Suicide Squad 2. But if David Ayer's doing it, do I really want to see it? But So, that's just uh, some news on the casting front I thought you guys might like. Um, some more comic related news because I do try to keep comics in this show it's a comic review show but I kind of want to give you the lowdown on what's going down in the industry um, Civil War 2 uh, the, big, the big Marvel event that's been going on this summer uh, which has been really really good uh, spoiler alert close your ears if you don't want to hear this but I mean they kill fucking Banner I mean, and I won't even I won't even spoil who did it, but it's a it's a great argument, much better than the Civil War one argument I thought. As far as if for those of you who don't know the the big event the crossover event that comics do sometimes every summer kind of like the big blockbuster movie type deal, Marvel is doing this thing where. Tony Stark's on one side, and Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, is on the other side, and they have a Inhuman who can predict, or so they think, can predict the future. So what he, he gets these visions, and in these visions, he sees horrible things happening. Well, Carol Danvers has taken it upon herself to stop these things before they happen, and Tony has taken the, the side of... It's the future. No one can predict the future. There's too many possible outcomes, blah, blah, blah. So all this led into what I was just talking about, for those of you who took the earmuffs off. Um, and it was, it's been incredible. It's been very good. But like all big releases in comic books, now we're starting to hit the uh, delay punch in the gut. Um, the series will finish after the Marvel Now publishing relaunch starts the superhero publishing line again. Why I read that to you, I do not know, because that was fucking confusing. Let's do this again. Uh, basically, the, the series is going to be delayed because they're adding uh, a fifth issue to the series. It was only supposed to be four, but then they realized, holy shit, we really can't tell the story in four, which I don't understand how this works, because uh, these guys plan things out a couple years in advance. So I don't understand that quite fully. But anyway, so they're adding a fifth series. Uh, uh, the fifth issue of the series, originally scheduled for release October 17th, which would have been this past Wednesday, will be released September 14th. And the sixth issue, I apologize, they're making it six issues. It was going to be five. Originally dated for September 21st is now scheduled for October 5th release. The seventh issue is still scheduled for release in October, but no longer will be the final issue of the series, according to writer Michael Brian Michael Bendis. 
Uh, ben Dez announced his schedule release on Tumblr. It says delay was due to David Marquez having a baby in the middle of the series. Come on, David. Have your baby and get back to work, dude. People do it all the time, coming from guy with no kids. Um, but the art has been fantastic, I have to admit. Explaining that the schedule is getting back on track, Bendis went on to say that Marvel has added another issue to the series. Uh, I'm going to try to do this in my Bendis voice. I came up with a letter ending by, but needed the pages, he explained, adding that he was very grateful that they let us do our thing. So uh, that was my Bendis impersonation, which is probably so far off you would not even believe it. Even assuming there are further delays in the series schedule, the inclusion of as yet unscheduled additional issues of Civil War II will mean that the series will be ending after a line-wide publishing relaunch begins, predicated on events that take place in the final or finale of the Civil War II storyline, just as last year's all-new, all-different Marvel relaunch started before the Secret Wars ending. That's what I was about to say. They did this shit last time. They started bringing out all the new books because of the huge reboot that they did due to the Secret Wars finale. We didn't get a Secret Wars finale for like a month and a half. Might have been two months after the new issues are coming out. That sucks. Uh, I, I, you know, what it does is, is it, it mars a, a really, really good storyline. And I really, I really don't understand why, why they do that shit. Um, it pisses me off. But... It is a business, and I totally understand that. So, But it has been really good. So if you want to wait for the trades or go back and get the back issues, Civil War II storyline has been really, really, really good. Uh, I have really haven't read the tie-in issues as much as I did the first Civil War because I was really into that one. But the, the main book itself has, has a really concise, well-executed story and I'm actually glad that they're adding another issue to flesh out the story more. But keep the fucking shit on time, man. Especially if you're going to be bringing in stuff that is uh, from the uh, consequences out of the storyline. You see what I'm saying? So, all right, like Ulysses. Ulysses is going to get a book. He's the he's the inhuman that can predict the future. Spoiler alert. Um, he's going to get a book before... The story fleshes out before the story finishes. So you're going to be reading Ulysses' book going, what the fuck, right? Yeah, that's what I'll be doing. So, but anyway, all right. Um, on the DC front, movie-related, uh, Harry Cavill has released on his Twitter page sneak peeks at the Superman Suit for Justice League. It's black. It looks dope. Uh, you can go to blazingdefenderreport.com. I've got it posted there. Uh, there's also a picture of him on the set. He's bearded up. Uh, looks like he might have a little mullet going on, which is which is kind of funny, too. Uh, I love the black suit. I think it's fantastic. But, you know, somewhere along the line, we're needing you back in, in, in the red, white, uh, and yellow. Or, I'm sorry, the, the red, blue, and yellow. So, uh, but looks awesome. Uh, the suit looks fucking fantastic. I love it. So I know a lot of people won't, but but I sure did. Rebirth. DC's Rebirth. Now, was not a huge fan of DC 50, uh, the new 52, which was a DC reboot. Uh, a few years later, they rebooted the DC Universe again. Now, I have to say, it has been fucking fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I got a lot of the first issues. I just can't afford to buy the entire DC Rebirth universe. I would want to because they've all been fantastic. 
um, Justice League, Batman, Superman, Aquaman was one of my favorites. The Flash, which I'm not a huge fan of, but his Rebirth issue was fantastic. Rebirth Zero was, I think I gave it uh, the perfect 10 on my review scale. It was fantastic. Maybe the perfect comic book. And I'm not, I knew nothing about Kid Flash. Nothing about Kid Flash. So what a what a great story uh, Jeff Johns and the guys over at DC are weaving right now. And I've got a Rebirth number one issue here that I'm super excited about. So let's go ahead and get to the book reviews. I know you're like, what the fuck? But before I get to the comic book reviews, real, real, real quick. Um, what little money that I do generate from the show comes from our sponsor. I'm proud to announce Luke Crate as a sponsor of the Blazing Defender Report and of the entire Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, Giant Size Team Up Network, go there. You're going to find a ton of shows that are going to fit you, fit your personality, fit your, your likes, your dislikes, whatever. Not like my show. These shows are good. Uh, go check them out at GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Now, our sponsor is Loot Crate. And for those of you who don't know, I'm about to tell you, Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box for geeks and gamers. They have a licensed gear. Now, this is what I'm going to tell you about Loot Crate. I did not know this. Uh, got on their website, looked. They have all kinds of different things you can subscribe to now. They have the box that you can subscribe to. They have uh, a sock option. Stay with me. A shirt option where you can just get a t-shirt. They have exclusive Star Wars Firefly uh, boxes, uh, theme boxes, anti-hero, Suicide Squad box. I mean... Really, really, really cool stuff, guys. I was kind of kind of really blown away when I got on the website and checked it out. Now, if you decide to use or to subscribe to Loot Crate on any of the subscriptions, at the coupon code, put in Giant Size Team Up in the coupon box. We're going to save you a little loot on your, your monthly subscription to Loot Crate. Check it out, guys. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to subscribe to the T-shirt Loot Crate, uh, and I'll be opening them here. And I've already the Loot Crate uh, monthly box that I get, I already get a cool T-shirt out of. So I'm really, really hyped to see what kind of T-shirts we can get out of it. Now, with that being said, let's get on to the comic book reviews. Sure, you fucking watch the show, right? All right, fans of the show know how I feel about this book, Darth Vader. Karen Gillan has been killing it on this book. It was the book of the year last year for Marvel, uh, and I'm sad to say it is ending the next issue. This is issue 24. The next issue will be 25, and it's over. It's done. Finito. No more Darth Vader book. What the fuck, Marvel? Are you kidding me? This is your best book, and you're, you're, you're ending it? It's got to go somewhere after here. I don't know if they're going to call it Darth Vader and Friends or uh, Darth Vader goes on a picnic. I don't know what they're going to call it, but they got to bring it a new. They got. They have to bring in a new Darth Vader book or something similar to this. This book has been phenomenal. This issue, he's battling this, the mad scientist, Doctor Silo. Now you're like, who the fuck is Silo? Go get the book. Go buy the trades. You'll find out who Silo is. He's kind of been a thorn in Vader's side since maybe issue five, six, seven. I don't know. It was early issues. Well, Silo looks to have the upper hand on Vader. He does not. Are you kidding me? He's fucking Vader. That's what makes this book so fantastic. For me, Vader fell flat in the movies. I know. 
I know I'm fucking insane. I get it. I, I, I get it. I'm insane. Vader fell a little flat for me in the movies. Uh, I know everybody was so scared of him. I never got that. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of a cool-looking dude in a pretty cool-looking armor. He's got a cool lightsaber. I'm not scared of him, you know? Um, he's fucking terrifying in this book. He's murderous, manipulative, and fucking powerful as shit, which Silo finds out in this book. He's uh, rendered Vader's armor un unoperational, okay? Which... Most times, probably means Vader's dead because the armor is one of the things that helps keep him alive. Well, hate drives this guy. And Vader, while he's fighting to stay alive inside this armor that's not responding to him, he starts to have these flashbacks. And it's kind of like he's reliving the moment in the now. And he has talks with Obi-Wan, with Padme, with himself. Uh, it's a fucking fantastic issue. Uh, I'm so excited to see where 25 goes. If, if this were the last issue, I'd have been like, damn, 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 good one. You ended on a, on a high fucking note, which is totally what I expect out of this series. So can't. I'm so looking forward to issue 25. Darth Vader, go check it out. The next we have Old Man Logan by Jeff Lemire and uh, Soriento. Soriento... His artwork is utterly fantastic. This is the second part in a series called The Last Samurai. Okay, Old Man Logan. Uh, real quickly, I want to show you some of this art. It's brutal. It's graphic. Can you see that? For my iTunes listeners, I apologize. Old Logan getting a sword in the back of the neck going right through his Adam's apple. This book, it, it, the artwork alone is worth the price of this book, I'm telling you. But... Lemire is doing a fantastic job of telling a story. We're learning about Old Man Logan. We're learning about his life um, in the future with, with, with the woman that he loved and how all that went to shit and how it's affecting him now. It's a, you know, a flashback future, flashback future. Is it a future? He was from the future. Is that a flash or is that a flash future? Not a flashback, but a flash future? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, you can figure it out, though. Let Lemire do it. Let, you follow him. He takes you through it. It's not confusing at all. Uh, it's only confusing when I talk about it. Old Man Logan, one of my favorite books. That Invader, when I see those two on the shelf, I'm like, yeah, I get fucking pumped. I get hyped because I know I got some good shit. Now, I got two Rebirth books. Uh, one I'm very excited about, All-Star Batman. Look at that cover. The variant cover, that's badass. <laughs> that's badass. Um, yeah, let's see here. Scott Snyder, who will go down in my book, him and Greg Capullo's run on Batman the New 52 will be one will be remembered as one of the best runs for an artist and writer combo team ever with for the character. So very excited to get him on here. Uh John Romeda Jr., I know a lot of people aren't fans of. Um uh, a good buddy of mine, Sam, is not a fan of this art. I like it. I think Romeda Jr. does a fantastic job drawing action scenes. Now his his you know his characters all kind of look the same in a way, uh, but I like the way he draws Batman. I love the action in this book. This action start th this book starts off with a lot of action, ends with a lot of action. Um, 
All-Star Batman's a little bit different than the Batman that you know. Now, I'm thinking this stays in continuity. And Stay with me for a minute. The Dark Knight Returns is my favorite uh, Batman book of all time. Uh, so Frank Miller's Batman is brutal. He's he's deadly. He's but he's still in a lot of ways Batman that we love. Uh, All Star Batman was the the Jim Lee Frank Miller All Star Batman that happened before this one was basically a prelude a prelude to the Dark Knight Returns. This was Batman while he had Robin. Now, I don't know if that they're staying with that or not because there is a new Robin in this book. It's the Robin from um, the, the New 52. So, I don't know. But he's a lot like that Batman. He's very unforgiving and he's brutal. So, check it out. If you're a Batman fan, you owe it to yourself to check this book out. I think the art's great and Scott Snyder's going to deliver a, a, an awesome Batman book. Okay, I'm curious to see how, how he, he turns this around from... The, the past run they had on, on the regular Batman book. But check it out. Batman, All-Star Batman number one. Now, this book is by one of my favorite writers, Mark Millar and Frank Quietly. Frank Quietly's art is fucking amazing. This is the cover. And that guy you're looking at there with the pompadour and the little cape, looking a little sweet, might I add, is Repo. Repo has the ability to steal other superhumans' powers. He's being guarded by a girl who is badass. Her name is Raikwan, Raiku. Not sure how you pronounce it. She's Japanese. She's amazing. Um, basically, the kids from Jupiter's Circle have gotten together to take down Brandon, who's ruled ruled the planet for a minute. Uh, it's kind of a long story. You need to get this book. Now, this is Jupiter's Legacy 2, as you can see. There is a Jupiter's Legacy number 1. I highly, highly uh, recommend you getting that. Now, there's a Jupiter Circle also, which, talk about, which talks about these guys' parents and all that. And in doing that, there's a big reveal at the end of this. And if, you're reading, if you have read Jupiter's Circle, you'll know. But Frank Quietly's art is amazing. He draws some of the best action scenes in comic books. It's so detailed. It's so beautiful. It's so visceral. I love it. Mark Millar is telling a fantastic story. Now, these are not heroes that you know, and that's what I love about it. We've got all these different kinds of superheroes with all these different abilities. You got a kid that's a little powerhouse. He's a badass. Uh, Brandon is the, the son of one of the Jupiter Circle guys, and he's a total douchebag, can basically do anything. So there's a lot of story to write because you have these super, super-powered beings. It's not like the Avengers or the X-Men, for that matter. These guys are high-powered, high-leveled uh, superheroes. So it's very interesting how Miller writes that makes them relatable and beatable at the same time, which is a hard thing to do when you've got these beings with godlike abilities, living living amongst people like ourselves. So Jupiter's Legacy number two, that Jupiter's Legacy two, number two, excellent, excellent book. Highly recommend it. Okay. Now I'm getting close to the end here. This is my other rebirth rebirth book, Deathstroke. Chris Priest did he's the writer on this book he did a run on the Black Panther 
It was fantastic. To this day, I know what you're going to say. The new Black Panther book shouldn't be called Black Panther, in my opinion. It should be called Wakanda. But that's a different story. That's another whole nother show. Um, he did a run on Black Panther that was fantastic. Fantastic. If you can get that run and trade or on the Marvel app, do that. You're, you're going you're gonna to love it, especially with Panther being so hot right now. Chris P- Priest really hasn't done anything else. And a friend of I, a friend of mine is a big Black Panther fan. I'm like, hey, did you ever read the Chris Peace run? He's like, nah, I never read it, man. Wasn't any good? I'm like, dude, it's dope. You got to check it out. Few weeks, this is just a few weeks ago. He read it. Absolutely loved it. He says one of his favorite Black Panther runs of all time. Now, he said, where's Chris Priest? What's he done? I'm like, man, he ain't done shit in years, okay? All of a sudden, out of the blue... Out of the universe, because we put it out there in the universe by talking about it, Priest is back, and he's on one of my favorite anti-heroes, Deathstroke. Now, the New 52 Deathstroke, nah, not so good. Uh, even though I enjoyed it, the art was was pretty good. Story was sh- total shit. Um, this has been, this is a fantastic issue. You've got flashback. You're learning about Slade as a father and what his kids, how his kids viewed him. You're learning about his relationship with Wintergreen. At the same time, you're seeing how Slade conducts business with, uh, let's say, shadier elements of of the criminal world. Um, some of these guys are kind of like him, I think, where they're anti-heroes also, maybe misunderstood but viewed as villains. Slade's kind of higher, higher priced guy, right? Maybe he isn't. And is he has he learned from the dealings that he's had in the past? That Christopher Pri- Chris Priest weaves this perfectly. This is a fantastic jumping off point. If you're looking for a book to get into and you're familiar familiar with Deathstroke from the video game, from the Arkham Knight video games or whatever, you're a Batman fan, this is a book you need to get. Super fan fucking tastic. Uh, such so many good books this week for a new comic book reader this might be my pick of the week for you because some of the other stories you kind of have to have some background this you don't need to know shit this is almost like a Deathstroke year one to me with all the flashback stuff so excellent excellent book please Chris Priest keep it going now I'm going to end with this book because we're running a little short on time I like to keep us under 30 minutes so you can get on get to your comic book shop and get the books Star Wars 21. Fans of my show know how I feel about Star Wars, and I'm going to show you this. Now, as you can see, that's a bunch of stormtroopers, okay? And you're like, yeah, what the fuck? What's that all about, dude? I'm going to tell you. I'm a huge Special Forces fan. Uh, SEAL Team, Special Forces, Army, Army Rangers, uh, Marine Recon, all that shit. Big fan of it. Well, now, Star Wars is giving me uh, a one-shot. I hope it's not a one-shot. It's not a one-shot, actually. There's going to be a couple books in this story. But we have a group of stormtroopers that are called the Special Commando Force Recon Unit. They're basically SEAL Team fucking six of stormtroopers. Do I need to say anything else? Do, Do I need to say anything else? SEAL Team six with stormtroopers. Boom. That's a mic drop moment right there. This is fantastic. If you like shit like that and you like Star Wars, 
This is so cool. Now, these guys aren't clones. This is more um, after the Death, the Death Star blew up. Okay? This is kind of what's going on right now. So, these guys aren't clones. And the, the one is from a point of view of one of the stormtroopers where... You, that you don't view the empire as the evil evil entity that we all do because we always see it from the rebel side this is from the empire side and a stormtrooper that basically was left to die in the war and the empire came and gave him a chance to make something of himself to make something better and to believe in something, and he believes what the Empire's trying to do. Now, he may not know everything. As a good soldier, don't he? Just follows orders. But this was an awesome, awesome book. Uh, cannot wait for the next one. Star Wars, Darth Vader, those books are every month either really great or fucking fantastic. This is fucking fantastic. Cannot wait for more. Star Wars, go check it out. Go check out the blazingdefender.com. Go check out Blazing Defender on Twitter, on Instagram, on iTunes. Guys, and honestly, if you can, go to the YouTube page, like, subscribe. Go to iTunes, like, subscribe. It really, really, really helps me out. I want to keep doing this. Uh, and I just I want it to grow, and I, and I want I want to know that I'm reaching people that people like what I'm doing, or maybe you don't like it. I'll take it either way, man. I don't give a shit. Come at me, give me what you got. If you don't like the review I gave, tell me why. I'll give you a shout out on the show. I'll even say, hey, uh, Douchebag67 from Jersey said I suck. Hey, thanks, Douchebag from Jersey. I appreciate that, bro. Uh, fist bump and all that shit up your ass but no really all jokes aside please tell me I love the feedback love to give you a shout out on the show go to giantsizeteamup.com check out Loot Crate check out Blazing Defender you got a lot of shit to do Uh, it's the weekend guys be careful and love everybody with that Blazing Defenders out peace peace